saying show it's me a beautiful day. You have a no, no, even dumb people say smart you things. You are I can't now can right now. Fuck out of my face. I'm too logical, non-religious answer. I'm a Mennonite. of chalk talk. Play devil's advocate. Welcome the fuck back. Welcome back. It's been a minute. Episode 50. Episode 50. It's been a wild ride. It has. And it's only going to get more wild today. Because I have some announcements to make. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Number one, it's been 12 days since my last beer. Any alcoholic drink, I should say. Huh. Also, I am now part of the pill gang. Oh my god. I am prescribed anti-anxiety and antidepressants. Huh. SSRI, Lexapro, starting me off with 10 milligrams. 10, 10 milli vanilligrams. So now everybody knows where to get their drugs from. No, I would never sell this. I'm only on day three or four of taking it. And it's helped a little bit. Really? Mm, not too much. But it takes like six weeks to fully kick in. Because it has to build up in your system. Mm. But my anxiety was getting terrible. Terrible. I couldn't. Why? I don't know, man. I don't know. I couldn't sleep. But here's some but terrible like, things. You're the tank, dude. I know. But here's the thing. With these, you're not supposed to drink. The side effects I read just seems like you get drunk faster. So we'll test that out today. It's the 50th episode. It starts like slicing your wrists open. It does. It can cause suicidal ideation. Trust me. I know. Have you been on Lexapro? No. Have you known people on Lexapro? Yeah. Yeah. Well, about, I about got killed with a knife. From someone on Lexapro? Yeah. Were they drinking? Oh. I'll try not to do that, buddy. You can call the cops on me if need be. I'm not going to call the cops on you ever. There's well, nothing. You, don't kill me. I'm going to kill you. Jesus well, if I'm Christ. trying to kill you. Well, then, you know. <laughs> don't let me kill you. I will do my best. Obviously, that is the <laughs> primary objective. Don't let me kill you or Loki. But yeah. Uh, um, you know, if it comes down between me and Loki, sorry, buddy. You're letting Loki go? That's fine. Oh, Loki's gone, dude. But yeah, it's been a, it's been weird, man. And this stuff, it ha it does have some normal side effects, like not with alcohol involved. One diarrhea. I've had a diarrhea every day since I've had it. Horrible diarrhea. Ugh. And it has caused my appetite to sink. Really? Which kind of makes me sad. Mm. All I've eaten today are three eggs and a bowl of rice that you saw me eat. All day. That's all I've had. But hey. hopefully with some alcohol, it creates fun and not murder. Loki jumped up next to you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> fuck off, bro. A fat ass fucking cat. Please. Love him to death. But yeah, man, life's been life and my anxiety was so bad. Life's been life's been life and bro. Life's been life and interesting. <sighs> Fucking school and I'm actually doing pretty good at school. Do you like it? Uh certain aspects. Certain aspects I have to try to like train myself to like. Yeah. Like I oh I've always hated English class. I really fucking hate it this year. Cause the professor is this fucking like twenty five-year-old maybe and just fucking i just there's the professors 25 yeah because it's just basic english so she probably just finished graduate school 
Like, I think I told you the first day we had to play this or that and just run between like, do you like coffee or tea? If you like coffee, go to the left side of the room. If you like tea, you go right side of the room. And you're like, oh, okay, we're going to do this for 20 minutes. And I'm paying, I don't know, $100,000 to go here for four years. That's cool. Well, you know, I am. Yeah, you are. I'm not paying a dime. Yeah. Also, I'm on Medicaid. So all this medicine, you're also paying for. Yep. And tomorrow, starting at 1030 a.m., counseling. Nice. It's my first counseling session. Helps anxiety. They recommend taking... What are you so anxious about? What I don't know. And that's the problem, man. Like I, I sit here anxious. Start drinking more. <laughs> Go to parties. I think the drinking got. I think the drinking got me there. Like I think I was drinking so much that I was experiencing a level of withdrawals every morning. So that's when you drink more. That's when I start drinking at ten a.m. Yes. Before I go to school. Yep. Eight thirty, buddy. I don't know if that's a great idea. Great <laughs> idea. I just took a sip of beer, by the way. It's a fantastic idea. Drinking more? Yeah. Yeah. You need to get back to a 40 every day. Some nights, weekends are two 40s a day. Yeah. It was fun explaining it to the doctors that one. They were like, do you, do you drink? And I was like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to quit, you know? And they were like, well, when you did drink, how, how much did you have? And I was like, hey. Like 40 ounces. And they were like, was that once a week or twice a week? And I was like, no, it's like every day. And they're like, oh, did you ever have more of that? Yeah, Yeah. usually on Friday and Saturday. (laughs) And they did not approve. Believe it or not. They didn't. I know. Isn't that crazy? Weird. You think they would approve of like four or more Red Bulls per day? No. With a cup of coffee and probably more nicotine to kill somebody. Yeah. I'm I'm feeling pumped right now. <sighs> so I'm, feel, I'm feeling pumped, but also really high. So not that pumped, <laughs> but also very. Stay away from drugs, kids. <laughs> <laughs> not that great. No, when you do drugs, you can work 17 hours a day and be chilling hmm? and never get tired. You know what makes me sad? So I've been general or I've been diagnosed with general anxiety disorder and depression. But I think that was bullshit. I don't think I'm depressed. You're the most depressed person I know. (laughs) But here's the thing. I can't do cocaine. Like, I don't do cocaine. Dude, you you can change. Wait, listen. I, my brain chemistry (laughs) is not in a good place to do cocaine. Sure it is. And I don't currently do cocaine. Who's is? I would just like, I would like the door to be there to do it and have a good time. It's always open. I don't think it is. I think right now, if I did cocaine, I might die. You won't. I think I would force myself to have a heart attack. (laughs) Don't say those words. Don't say the words. Stroke. It's not going to happen. You look funny with a stroke. Just half your face. Did you see Mitch McConnell like have a fucking seizure on camera? Is that the senator guy or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. He like froze. There's a lot of ones like that. Times now. There's some weird ones like that. There's a basketball player that does it, I think. And it doesn't look real. It's weird. Having a heart attack, Alex. We got to stop this. We got to stop this. We got to stop it? No. Yeah. No, we don't. You're not going to have a heart attack. We're going to have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> You're not in it alone, uh, buddy. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yes, that's correct. <sighs> we so, were talking. Yeah. What were you going to say? Have you seen Oppenheimer yet? Yeah, it was great. You did I loved see it? it. I loved it. I actually really did love it. The only part I didn't love was the end after the bomb goes off. I wasn't a huge fan. 
but I got confused a lot. It was here and okay. it was there and it was back and forth. So what? Let's let me start with this. Yeah. What did you like about it? What did I like? Yeah. Give me five bullet points of the things that you liked about the movie. Okay. Uh, good old Albie Einstein was in it. No, he wasn't. Is he? Was? I mean, yeah, he he, a guy pretending to be him was. Yeah. Yes. Good old Albie was in there. Uh, I thought it was a good build up to the final scene, or the at least the explosion. I think there was a good build up. I think it's an interesting story. Um, I have a connection I mean, yeah. to Oppenheimer in a way. What? My grandmother's grandfather. No, my grandmother's dad worked with Oppenheimer. No, he didn't. Yes, he did on the Manhattan Project. Do you think it's okay. what was his so fucking? Keep last going name? with the points. What are your what are your Hold points up. again? I need to think of his last name. Doppelganger? No, that's a fucking thing. It's a motherfucking stu- doppelganger. It was a weird name. I don't know. Dingleberg. It wasn't Ward though. It started. It starts with a Downrimple. It's Downrimple. That's okay, what it is. Sure. I forget his first name, but his last name's Downrimple. Look him up. Oh, I'm telling the audience, not yeah. you, you fucking <laughs> okay. bitch. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought it was directed well. I really like the buildup of the story up to the explosion. What? Nothing. Just keep. You going. don't like my points. I don't know. Just keep going. Um, I like like the nuclear fusion versus fission, black and white to color scenes. I like how in the end it comes together as one, like scenes you previously saw as black and white morphed into color. Uh, didn't notice that. You didn't? Yeah. I, like, let me try to think of a big one. The Albert Einstein one. In the very beginning, it's black and white. Yeah. And you see him pass and, you know, he like, does a cold shoulder to what what's his face. And then later in the movie, when you find out what Albie and Oppenheimer were talking about and he walks past him, that's in color. So I enjoyed that because that's one of the things I wish Better Call Saul did is Better Call Saul did that kind of future in black and white and then past in color, but they never brought it together. Yeah. And I wish like maybe in the last season or even in the last episode, they would have brought that transition of him turning himself in like maybe in a courtroom scene or something. I wish they would have turned it into color. I yeah, think that would have been that great. That would have been cool. Yeah. Why didn't you like it? Did you think it was slow? Well, yeah, it was for one. It was definitely slow. I was entertained the, for he, almost he, all the movie. Like it didn't feel long to me. It really did. I was like, well, just wondering. I was like, when is this going to be over? I was like, really? just struggling to keep my eyes open. Just like so fucking bored out of my goddamn mind. What about Dom? You went with Dom, right? Yes. Is he the same way? Yes, huh. pretty much. He do- he doesn't have quite as harsh an opinion on it as I do. And I'm not saying I'm not opposed to giving it another watch to see how I feel about it again. For one, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend anyone going to see it ever. I would, I would recommend- definitely not recommend anyone wasting 3 hours of their life to see it right at off the for off of one watch. I would recommend you see it in theater cuz I think it's going to suck on a home screen. Yeah, but I also, it, I need to go back and watch other Christopher Nolan films now to make sure that I have not been deluding myself into thinking that he's a good director. I, it shakes the foundation of the earth. Here's my issues with it. Okay. There is no story because sure there is. Mm, it's so hard to follow. But there is, is no story because it's constantly bouncing back and forth between the past and the present. 
and it gives no context for what is what or what, it does is, at or the what is happening or who the characters are or what they stand for. Like it does nothing to establish characters or their motivations in any way or lay any type of like foundational scene for what the fuck is happening unless you already know what's happening. And then there's no character development like because for one you're not attached to any of the characters. Like who cares? I felt attached to Oppenheimer. I did. Whoa, what a, like he was just like a fucking bland face, like monotone the entire He's time. He's a physicist. What do you want him to do? Jumping jacks? I don't know. He didn't have anything. It's like they were he trying. Was interesting. It was nothing. He was a, about he him. was like a ladies man, but a physics lady. Yeah, but they, yeah, but they didn't. Yeah, but see like what, what about his personality would have ever been alluring to a woman? Like they didn't have any scenes displaying him being charismatic and wooing no, the women. No, he's just a rich physicist. He was the talk of the he town, He wasn't man. a rich physicist. Sure he was. He got to build his own town. <laughs> Fucking come on. Just like Albie Einstein was notorious for cheating on his wife. Fucking look at that dude. He looks like fucking, he looks stupid as shit. No character development. Disagree. No reason to be attached to the characters. Like it doesn't, it doesn't establish anything about the characters. Like it doesn't st- establish what they stand for, what they're motivated by the, the acting. Sure it does. Yeah. Okay. No, ca- no character development, super chaotic. The ca- the editing, whoever did the editing. I mean, why do you say that? <laughs> because it's the most chaotic thing ever made. And the editing is a goddamn nightmare. And it's like three hours of watching a trailer for a movie. <laughs> I disagree. It, it cuts I disagree. back and forth. Yeah, it does. So fucking much that the trailer edit, the initial trailer leads you to believe that the movie is going to be structured in the way that most movies in history are, but it's not <laughs> everything that you think you're going to see in the trailer is the whole movie. There's nothing in like a the wait. There's nothing. There's nothing in the trailer that you don't see in the movie. Boy, yeah, and vice versa. <laughs> okay, well, wait. It's about two hours and fifty-eight minutes. It's all the same. You could take any random sample from the entire movie. You you could do, okay here. This would be an interesting experiment. Divide the entire length of the movie into any equally portioned segment that you wish. Any of any time, of any time, 60 seconds, one second, it doesn't matter. Take a clip of all of those, average 10 of them, and at every interval, you will always have an identical replication of the, another, of the trailer that was released first. So let me rebut. Let me re- wait. I'm not <sighs> done giving my points. Okay. That are actually facts. They're so. not. <laughs> Fuck you. You fucking self-entitled piece of shit. I'm just explaining what that movie is about. Badly. No, so well, in fact. So eloquently and accurately. We'll get my opinion afterwards. (laughs) You have lies. I need to start fucking (laughs) taking notes. That's what I need to do. And Okay, so chaotically edited. Mm -hmm. Insanely. Oh, Jesus. No character development. And weirdly paced. Scenes that are like that should be dragged out longer are short as fuck, and all these random scenes that do nothing to just develop any character or anything about them. 
are like just dragging on. The soundtrack, fucking great soundtrack, plays way too much. I didn't even notice the soundtrack. It plays at almost every single point of the entire movie, and it sucks out every bit of tension and release. Like, there's never any tension buildup because it's just going the whole time at full fucking volume. It's like blasting. Like, there's never like a dramatic pause. Like, there's never anything. It's just going. It's like everything is like over dramatized. Every mo- there's like this full score orchestra behind him just having a goddamn conversation. Like, and there's no emotion on his face. Like nothing is happening. Like nothing is going on. He's, he's just like, he's autistic. just like, look, he's just like looking there and he's like, no, what do you mean? Yeah. Cause he, and then this is this orchestra is a computer. and then it's cutting like back and forth. Like it's fucking 10 times. He doesn't in this get to world. have emotions. Fucker. It, it cuts back and forth like 10 times in this one scene just for him to say, no, why would it? Or some bullshit like that. Or, you know, just let's not even talk about the trailer. It's a three hour long trailer. And then, and then, <laughs> yeah, way over excessive use of the soundtrack. My God. It All right. Here's my rebuttal. Absurd. I think it was supposed to be chaotic. Okay. Wait. No. Nope. I have more. I'm not done. I'm not nope. done. I'm not done. Nope. You interrupted nope. me. No. I, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you. No. I, I don't to, care. This I is have a political to play devil's landscape. advocate to my own, my own thing here. You, you didn't let me finish the points. Okay. It's so bad. (laughs) Sound devil advocacy. It's so completely fucking garbage. I'm just kidding, but it is pretty trash that it's so bad that I really do have to go back and watch other Christopher Nolan films now just to make sure that, that they aren't all this way. Here's my positive things to say. The soundtrack. Great. The performances, uh, they're great, but you don't really get any sense of who any of them are and you don't really develop any sort of reason to care about literally anybody in the film. Not because the performance is bad. The performance is great. They're all great actors. I like, like them. Robert Downey Jr., best one of them all. But otherwise, you still don't really get any sense of who anybody is, why they're doing what they do, why you should care about them. There's no reason for you to be attached to any individual uh, and it's not because the performance is lacking. Uh, it's probably just largely in part of due to a poor edit, a poorly paced edit and the, uh, the soundtrack, obviously, but the acting was great. I think it's a very artistic film. Okay. That's I that, agree. my, my official statement on this movie. Any film that's black and white's artistic. You don't make a black and white film nowadays. It's not supposed to be kind of artistic. Yeah. Well, I think it's very artistic. Okay. Here's another part. Positive thing. Positive thing. Practical effects. Cool. That's cool. What? Practical Practical. effects. What do you mean? So you have CGI effects. Mm -hmm. Christopher Nolan is like known as being a director that doesn't use CGI effects. He does things like physically. And so like the explosion is a real explosion. Hmm. Like biggest explosion ever done on camera, I believe. All the little things like spinning. I actually watched some other videos of how other people recreating the practical effects from the movie. Like the little spinning discs and stuff that Oppenheimer was visualizing as the quantum mechanics playing out of how the reaction would occur. Yeah, that's another problem with the movie is it's not dialogue heavy enough. Like there's it's there's not really like I said, you know, this that could fall into there's no development of the characters, but they don't re- you don't really hear conversations much. It's like really short statements. It's always short sentences and statements for the most part. Very little very, you learn very little through the dialogue when there's a lot of stuff that could be in there that allows you to be get attached to the characters. But I think it's very artistic. It's very unique. I don't think it's like the death of cinema, like some people have said, <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, it's just an artistic film. It's an artistic film with a great soundtrack that you can listen to on Spotify and enjoy. 
Are you done? Sure. Okay. Here's my rebuttal. I think it was meant to be chaotic and come together in the end with the one final scene, which I did love. Which because, was? Uh, I believe the final scene was the Albert Einstein talking to him. Was it? I believe so. I think that was the last part of the film where he goes, uh, I believe I did set the war, the sky, the atmosphere on fire and you see the fucking missiles going. <laughs> I love the ending. Like the ending scene. I wasn't a huge fan of the last 30 minutes besides that scene. But I think it was supposed to be chaotic to represent how chaotic the world was. I kind of like the back and forth, but you do have to know the difference between them. And it only says the difference at the very beginning because it says when it's in color, it says atomic fission. And when it goes to black and white, it says fusion. And I think you get to get a decent sense of the characters like the wife, you know? No, she's so memorable. I remember everything about her. She, who, who the fuck is she again? She was a fucking strong ass lady. Although she kind of got bullied by her man. She was going insane. I think it patro- portrayed humans. I think it portrayed a good, like flawed individual. Like she stayed by her husband, even though he cheated on her. And then there was a lady that killed herself in the bathtub, but like it might've been this FBI. And you know what I really like about the film here was, here's one of my favorite parts about the film. It, it hints at operation paperclip, which was an operation by the CIA where we went to Germany and stole their scientists and brought them back. Yeah. And in one part of the scene, they introduced this guy who has a very German accent and they go, Hey, there's this guy. He's British. We brought him over and as he's passing, one of them looks at him and he goes, how long you been British? He said about two hours ago when I was picked up. I really liked that. It was like a little, there's a little cool thing in there for uh, little nerds like me. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think I definitely it, don't see why anyone is saying like, oh, it's incredible. I really liked it. I also liked how you saw the progress of Oppenheimer go from like at the beginning of the movie, he wasn't too sure. And then he was big on um, building the bomb because if we built the bomb or if we didn't build the bomb, they were going to build the bomb and then they had the bomb and we didn't have the bomb. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, maybe we shouldn't have built the bomb because we set the sky on fire. Or I think that was actually with a fusion. Like he kind of regrets his decision. You see the regret in his eyes. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the film quite a lot. I don't know, but the problem is his face when he regrets something is no different than his face the entire rest of the movie. I don't know. I could tell. Even when he's happy, tell. he just looks the exact same as when he's sitting in the courtroom. Yeah. Have you ever seen The Good Doctor? Wish he's sitting in that courtroom at the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah that's and let's point. talk about the explosion. Biggest, I love that biggest scene. Biggest letdown ever. I disagree completely. Biggest letdown I ever. I loved that scene. It's like... When it went dead quiet. Yeah, for so fucking long. I loved it. And then you barely see anything that happens. Like, you don't see... Like, you just barely see anything. You see nothing. In you fact. see the explosion. They almost show nothing, right? They, they don't even show the explosion actually happen. You just see, like, a cloud of flame go up in the air. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. That's what it would have looked like. It would have been a giant white flash followed by a, um, what's it called? Mushroom cloud. You don't see the fire because you die. But it is it flash. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's what the sun's made out of. It lets out a lot of, ele- or um, a lot of- Photons. Uh, not protons. Photons. Yes, a lot of photons because that's a lot of the energy that comes out. Photons and heat. So it's just a big white flash. You don't see fire because I don't think fire is really a part of it. Can the camera not record that? No, th- I don't think fire is a part of it. I'm not sure fire, because you can look at why real explosions. The ca- why could the camera not record the explosion? That's what I'm asking. 
It did record the explosion. Well, then why didn't they show it? They did show the explosion. You saw the white flash in the cloud. You That's the explosion. The yes, you did. It had a whole thing where it was just a big white flash. <sighs> I love the explosion. I thought it was great to do it fully silent. I thought it made it very dramatic. I really like the film. I, I think you I just don't the, like I the film. I thought the explosion felt the exact same as the entire every other scene. It I gave me seen. chills. I was like, are you fucking serious when I saw it? I was like, are you fucking serious that I sat here for two and a half fucking hours just for this, for this shit? I think it was a good movie. I think you just don't like the movie. I went in expecting, I went in expecting some sort of like masterpiece and I did not receive that. I just didn't. I, I didn't, put it in my top 20 movies. I didn't. That is fucking ridiculous. No. Yeah. A hundred percent. It would never even be up for consideration in like, I would never recommend it to anyone. I it's enjoyed it a lot. So, I recommended it to my dad. So boring. So incredibly boring. Anyways, off of Oppenheimer because I liked it. Well, I'm sorry you liked it. <laughs> you shouldn't be. It's a great movie. I, like I, I think said, Rotten I'm Tomatoes gonna, would agree with me. Yeah, well, they're wrong. Real movie critics agree with me. And they know more about movies than anybody. No, they don't. They do. No. It's their life, don't. Ben. I, you know, I, I'll, I'll say it. I would they have, are the music I producers wish, of movies. M- m- music producers don't necessarily know anything either. But yes, they do. No, they don't. They know music. I wish I had went and seen Barbie instead of Oppenheimer. That's a ridiculous statement. No, I, I mean it. It was... <laughs> that makes me want to scream. I, I wish I had. I wish I had. I wish I had seen Barbie instead of Oppenheimer. Fuck Oppenheimer. All right, let's get there, to... I said it. Are you happy, bitch? Let's get to something we, we both agree on. The Nun 2 comes out this week. I am excited about that. Trash. Not going to go see it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I actually didn't like Nun 1, the first Nun. I wasn't a huge fan. I mean, it was okay. It was fine. I don't like old timey movies. It wasn't fucking old timey. The nun? No. Yes, it was. It was like in 1800s Italy. Yeah, but it wasn't that just like the the pre scene? Like, no, that, it didn't stay like that. Oh, did it started like that? But then when it re- resumes, it's back. It's in like an era where there's cars. That's right. It's been a long time since I saw that. It's like all busted down because it got bombed out. Remember in World War One or some shit? Yeah, it was still shit. I didn't like that movie that much. It was was okay. I would say it was just okay. Of the Conjuring realm, I would put it at my third least favorite. Right above what? Annabelle something too? Yeah, the second Annabelle I thought was trash. Hmm. And then my least favorite was Conjuring 3. I thought it was a piece of garbage. Is the hell something? The newest Conjuring is good. Is it already out? No. Yeah. The I, one that came yeah. out a year ago or something? Two years? The whatever. devil made me do it? Mm, probably. Yeah. I hated that one. It's like a witch or something. Who's about a fucking I don't witch? remember. I can't remember. The first... Okay. Let me run it down for you. The first one, in my opinion, is the best one. That's where it's the family. They move into the old fucking broken house. They're all Americans. Yeah. You, you, they get... The mom ends yeah, up getting possessed. for you. I know. <laughs> Good American family values. Yep. And um, that was the first one who was good. The second Conjuring was the British family. Uh, yeah. And that one know, was pretty good. Annabelle was pretty good. It wasn't my favorite, yeah. but it was okay. I liked it. I really liked. Better than Chucky. Well, Chucky's supposed to be funny, I think. 
I really, I don't think it's really supposed to be like, like if you watch Chucky now, it's, it's a comedy movie. It's, I think it's really supposed to be ridiculous. It's, I mean, it is, uh, it's like gremlins, right? Yeah. Like gremlins isn't like obviously really, it's like what classic horror, but it's like, it's it's, like, does anyone watch the original like Dracula or whatever and get scared? No, but it's different than that. They just watch it from like a a classics perspective. Well, I I really do think like gremlins and Chucky, I think they were supposed to be scary at their time. Oh, they were designed to be funny. Like if you watch Chucky, like there's jokes all the time. Everything they do is very ridiculous. I mean, yeah, definitely. Like, Chuck. At one point, I and I've only seen like clips. Oh, really? You yeah, should watch Child's them. Play. I love them. I really do love those movies. But like, I do love those movies. Chucky's the Chucky movies. They're called it's Child's Play, but yeah, Child's what? Play is the name of the movie. What's the movie? Child's Play is Chucky. If you look up Child's Play, that's Chucky's movie. Like that's what the movie is actually called. Chucky is not the name of the movie. No, it's called Child's Play. What the fuck? How many Chucky movies are there? Like seven. What are they all called? Child's Play? Yeah. Hold up. Chucky's Bride. Huh. I love them. It goes once my internet. Oh, I'm on airplane mode. Child's Play, Child's Play 2, Child's Play 3. The Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky. And then there's the tune, The Cult of Chucky, which is stupid. And then the new Child's Play, which is trash. Because they, the new Child's Play was in 2020 or something. Yeah. And it was meant to be like, it was like a Megan kind of film. If you remember going and watching Megan. Yeah. It's like that kind of film. I didn't like it at all. Although I barely remember anything that happened. Yeah, it was a fucking great movie. <laughs> it was hilarious. You don't remember when the guy, like the little kid tried to rape Megan in the forest. Yeah. And she she, ripped his ear off, right? Huh? She ripped his ear off. Yeah. And and then chased him down a hill where he got hit by a truck. (laughs) And then she like kills the neighbor's dog and she sings her random singing of like, Oh yeah. Dynamite or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's a horrible movie. That was great. But yeah, I think Chucky's were, or the child's play movies. I think they were supposed to be funny because they're like, there is one scene. I think it's bride of Chucky where there's this guy laying down strapped up and he's going to like hook up with this girl, but she used to date Chucky when he was human, but she finds Chucky as a doll and he like sits on his chest and rips out his nose ring and he bleeds to death from it. And like as he's screaming, they put a pillow over his face and they have sex. Like it's supposed to be ridiculously funny. It's just gruesome too. Dude, we have to watch the chart. You have to watch them. They are good. They are funny. How do we get on Chucky? Oh, something. Oh, um, conjuring movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's a new one you were saying. Yeah. Or there's going to be a nun. fourth, a new nun. Movie. Well, yeah, there's going to be a new nun that comes out this Friday, September oh. 9th, I think, or eighth. And then they're working on conjuring four, which oh. I am going to go see in theater. I hope it's good, but the devil made me do it. It was about like some witch or something. I, I can't remember. I watched it in theaters. I thought it was dog shit. I feel like I've seen it, but I just don't even like, I, I have yeah. no idea. I can't remember anymore. But the Annabelle was good. Oh, that's how we got here. Annabelle. I really like the doll that they made. I think it's a creepy ass looking doll. Uh, I wonder if I have a picture of these creepy fucking dolls here. Yeah, Chucky is not a creepy doll. Annabelle, I think, is a act. If you look at what the real Annabelle doll is, it's just a, what is it, a power patch or whatever the fuck? Cabbage Patch Kid? No, there, I don't know. There was something super Southern that my family used to call it, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I can't find it. I was trying to find this picture of like some creepy ass dolls that I saw. 
dolls at that horror convention. But what what is creepy about dolls? What is it? Nothing. They fucking freak me out, man. I don't think I'd I'd be able to know if I was haunted. Have I told you this before? No. I think I'm too oblivious. Like, because Brie mentioned this. Um, we made this puzzle. It's a beautiful puzzle. And so many American flags on it. I know. No, there's only one. That's a, a tower. That's a flagpole or not a flagpole, a fucking light tower. It's just one of the ones that was, there was only one between 300 and a thousand. And we were like 300s too easy, but a thousand's ridiculous. So we got this one. It was a fun little date. If you have a girlfriend or boyfriend, I highly advise doing a puzzle date. We yelled at each other for like three hours. It was great. We made it. She actually spent the night. It was great. Next morning we come in and there's a piece missing. And she's like, why is a piece missing? Did you take it? I was like, no, I didn't fucking I'm making my coffee. You think I'm going to fucking take a puzzle piece? What's wrong with you? You took it. I, was like, I did not take it. She's like, oh, that's creepy. I was like, eh. You know, I just assumed like maybe Loki stepped on it and it you know, got on his foot yeah, or something. Obviously, that's what happened. Duh. Yeah. And, um, but I was, that made me think. I was like, I bet if I was haunted, like I really, it would take me a long time to know. Like I'd have to see something physically. Like if I went to bed and I woke up and I came out and my espresso machine was just like on the floor, I'd be like, ah, I guess I fucking slept walk or some You're shit. You're like, God damn it, Loki. Loki fucking taking my shit as down. As long as you have a cat here. Yeah. That's the anything obvious. Anything that falls during the night. Yeah. I could wake up with like kill yourself carved in my leg and I'd be like fucking Loki just yeah. scratching me at night. Yeah, little sure. bitch. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to tell if I was getting haunted. What if you kept waking up in the middle of the night? Okay, well, now nah, that's not even like you just sleepwalking. So there's always an explanation to everything. Yeah. Even if it's not real, like you just, yeah, you can make a real easy explanation. Like, how do you <laughs> get haunted and you're like, I'm, t- unless you physically see something floating, how do you get to that? Like, ooh, I feel eerie. Uh, like, I feel eerie 24 7. That's why I'm prescribed <laughs> medication for it. Drink more caffeine. No, I think that's what started my spiral that day. I had like eight shots and ended up in the ER. <laughs> I've got a lot of caffeine going right now. I bet. I bet you're going to be up for hours. Maybe this alcohol is fucking great. I missed it so much. Are you buzzing from it? No, but like there's something. It's not a buzz. It's just like a, it's like a hint of peace. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. A hint of peace. Because that's where I think spoken oh, oh. like a true fucking <laughs> alcohol. Alcoholic. Yeah, that was my problem is I'd get really anxious and then I'd drink two forties and then I'd be like, oh, I'm not anxious anymore. And it's because alcohol is the key to my life. I, I really love alcohol, but I think that's a problem. I think it's a problem that I love it so much that I shake during the day and have panic attacks until I drink. You know, I think that's a problem. So I mean, once again, drink earlier. Pretty obvious solution. Hey. You got to start with a, a beer, just a one beer, 8.30, time to crack. You know, you can't just put it in a thermos that keeps it cold, sip it throughout the day. Oh, it would be so easy to drink at school. Duh. Yeah. It's so easy to drink everywhere. That's true. Like I couldn't drink at my last job because um, you were only allowed to have clear water bottles with clear water in them. And it worked, right. you know, vodka maybe. I could clear probably beers. <laughs> Clear. That's what it's called. C-L-E-E-R. Clear. Clear beer. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you enjoying this podcast? We fucking know you are. I'm sure they could enjoy it even more, though. (sighs) All right, you negative asshole. I'm sure our lovely audience could enjoy it more by checking out our Patreon page. Ah, yes. Well, look at you solving problems. We've got multiple tiers to choose from, so... 
There's not really any financial pressure. Thank you for that. And uh, whether it be <laughs> early access to episodes, bonus content, exclusive Patreon-only merch, or just listening to Ben and I ramble about the different types of orifices in the human body, our Patreon has a large variety of special content for very special people. Plenty of rambling. And don't forget, you rambling asshole, that that's far from all we're offering. We are creating video and audio comedy bits for TikTok and everything. Fuck TikTok. Fuck TikTok. Giving access to behind-the-scenes content and occasionally bringing on the coolest fucking guests ever. Amongst many other things. To check all of this out, go to patreon.com slash the real devil's advocate podcast. Again, that is patreon.com slash the real devil's advocate podcast. And maybe, Ben, if you weren't such a disgusting pothead, you would have remembered to say that not only do we have Patreon exclusive merch, but we also sell a shit ton of merch to our general audience on our website. Yeah, no, maybe I should have remembered that because that is the best way that you can support us aside from subscribing to our Patreon. But you can check all of that out on our website, which is www.therealdevilsadvocatepodcast.com and find us on any of our social media platforms or streaming platforms with the tag the Real Devil's Advocate Podcast. And again, that is HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.thereal.devilsadvocatepodcast dot com. Jesus. Autism. But you know, talking about 830, I want to talk about school. Okay. There is a part of school I enjoy because... I'm going back and I'm doing so much better yeah. than I was doing. Like I still have one of the, for some reason on like the homepage, I have one grade from the last time I went. It was, it's an 8%. What? That was my grade for the class was 8%. <laughs> I know. I know, man. Yeah. I know. Right now I have all 4.0s and I'm doing good and I'm getting my work done and I really try to learn shit while I'm there. Yeah. But being back at school, especially since I'm a freshman, which hurts me and I'm around 18 year olds, I'm around all of those people that I hated in school again. And the one that's the worst isn't the one that doesn't give a shit, you know, fuck them. You know, they're at this college or paying a bunch of money or their parents are paying a bunch of money and they're like talking in the back of the class, annoying, but not the worst. The worst is the one fucking kid that raises his hand at every given opportunity. Always. There is one kid and I have him in my gen chem class. I have him in my chem first experience and I have him in my chem <laughs> lab and every fucking moment he like gets even the slightest chance to talk. He's shouting it out. Like one time my chem lab professor was like, he made us all ask him a question, which I didn't love that. <laughs> He was like, You're like, what are your pronouns? <laughs> I should have. No, <laughs> I was the last person. So it goes through 20 kids. You know, they ask all the basic questions. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to ask? I'm at the, they already asked your favorite chemical fucking what you're studying your research. Like, I don't, I just want to learn chem lab. I don't want to, I don't give a fuck about my teachers. Like I care that you and I have a relationship and that I can ask you and learn and become a good chemist one day. But I don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck about me. That's fine. That's how it's supposed to be. Anyways, this. So I ended up Spoken asking him like a true socio, but yes, continue. My, my question to him was like, you having a good day? Cause like, I didn't have anything. I was like, you having a good day? He said, next question. I said, that's all I got. He was like, yeah, I'm having a pretty good day. 
But um, this one kid, the I kid I'm that's talking your about. your only question. That's all I had. Should have been like, I don't know. 20 something kids, dude. They asked all the chemist questions. Should have just asked Bing to come up with a question <laughs> for you to ask. Well, on my school account, Bing chat is nerfed. There's, Use a different account. I do. But <laughs> um, this one kid, right? He goes, or some random person, not this kid, a random person asked him, what's your favorite chemical? Or what's your favorite element? And he says fluoride or fluorine. And the one kid fucking raises his hand and he's like, is that the one with the AMU of 27.9? And it fucking mixes with hydrogen to become hydrofluoric. And I'm like, fuck you. You suck ass. Stop kissing. Stop putting your lips on his butthole right now. Okay. Can you calm down? Just yeah, drinking the shit out of his ass. Yeah, and like, and then chemistry first experience. We had to play fucking this or that again, which whatever. <laughs> I know. I feel like a kindergartner, man. Anyways, we're Did doing walk this thing around the room, and at every chance, he was like the only kid that like stood in the middle, and the teacher was like, "Pick a side," and he's like, "I can't pick a side." <laughs> it's like, how about you go die in a hole? How about that's what you do with your life? Because I hate you. I hate him so much. Every fucking class. Oh, I got a question. Wait, I know the and answer. he was standing in the middle because he couldn't pick a fucking side. Yeah. On like, I think it was like, do you prefer the mountains or the beach? It's like, pick one. Just pick. No one gives a fuck. You know what everyone thinks right now? I want to go home because this isn't what $20,000 per three months should get me. Is that a super uh, liberal teacher? She's a hippie teacher, I think. Yeah. Interesting. But she's chill. She's chill. I think out of all my professors, I like my Gen Chem professor the most. That one? No. Oh. That's chem I have three different chemistry classes right now. Oh. Um so one is chem first year experience. Yeah. Which is whatever. It's supposed to introduce the chemistry class of that year to each other to make academic alliances. So you can you kind of know how to who to go to for help yeah. and you form bonds with the people, which I I am I hate talking to people. Yeah, so you're doing that already? Yeah. Whatever. When they force me to talk, I'll how talk. How many bonds have you formed thus far? None. <laughs> None. Time to rack up those numbers, buddy. I know. I do need to. Um that way you can use them. But shut up. Um, so that's that. It's just like know where the chemistry department is, know how to ask for help, know who to ask for help, know where to go if you need help. Basics, it's one credit hour. It's nothing. It's one day a week for 50 minutes. Mm. And then every week, it's just like a, a one page questionnaire on what you did in class. Mm. It's simple. And then I have chem 1225, I think, or no. Chem 1055, which is general chemistry, which is like an actual chemistry class. The first day he blew up a bunch of balloons filled with gases. And it was like the first one popped and there was no reaction. The second was small explosion. Third, pretty big explosion. And fourth was like a fucking loud ass explosion, which was fun. And he's like what you think of for college. It's like an auditorium, 200 kids, probably all facing him. He talks about it. I think he's a great teacher. I do like him a lot. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. He's been there for 40 years teaching. Uh. And then my chem lab professor, I really like him. He's a little stuck up, I think, but he's doing research on how to put a negative charge on carbon or something. And I think that's interesting as fuck. So I'm like, cool. And he knows what he's talking about. He seems strict and I want a strict teacher for, for good things. Yeah. 
Cause a strict, like my English teacher, who's not strict at all. It's like, you could do anything you fucking want and pass. Like that's not, I'm going here to try to learn how to write well, how to be able to formulate a good essay and give it to you. And it prevent, it presents info in a it's good so way. Easy. You just do it. <laughs> I'm not great at writing. I've got a 10 out of 10 on every assignment, but he's more that's like, that's not good. Exactly. You definitely, no offense, but you shouldn't be getting I know. Sentence, motherfucker. I know. Your you, writing teacher probably, you probably write better than your writing teacher. Maybe. Dude, so we have this assignment, literary. It's a liter, literacy narrative. And it's a narrative from your perspective of how you've encountered literacy throughout your life. I know you're going to be in it. You're going to be in it, motherfucker. Because I'm separating it into three parts. It's going to be... I'll call it like academic literacy or something, which will just be literacy that I had to have that transfers from school to school because I moved around so much. And that'll be the first part. The second part is going to be like workforce literacy where I left school, I entered these jobs. And you know, when you're at different jobs, you kind of learn the lingo yeah. and what's written and what's spoken. And you get, when that's your life, like you're very centered around that. Your diction comes from that, everything. Yeah. And then it's going to be what I'm going to call adaptive literacy, which is literacy you can use in any way. And the first part of that adaptive quote unquote literacy is going to be starting the podcast and having to write things for people. And then like also integrating back into school, but also having that freedom to write to people out in the world and then also having work and it all comes together. That's going to be my literacy narrative, but I don't want to write it because it's fucking who gives a shit. It's good to see you, man. You too, buddy. It's good to see you. How long has it been now? Two weeks. Maybe. I don't know. It's been a minute. Because last time, what, I was down there? Yeah. It huh. probably it probably is over two weeks then, isn't it? Yeah. It's good to see you, though. Because I like we've kind of hinted at. I haven't talked to anyone at school. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's like, maybe that's where my anxiety comes from. Is I'm just sitting alone all day, every day, all day. And like when I have you or Nathan, like I could just be myself. Yeah. And I can spit these fucking ridiculous things out. And I can get drunk on these pills. And it's just great. Yeah, I just uh I, I just chain smoke cigarettes and work events. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so have you great. noticed your literacy developing around your work environment? I'm not sure what you're referring to, but sure. Sure. It's all that matters. A good lie. I've noticed my literacy improved since working at the convention center as opposed to where I was working previously. Believe it or not, my literacy has improved from working at Domino's. Shocking. I know. Shock. <laughs> but it's good seeing you, man. You, you know, I do love you. You just had a birthday. Yeah. I have a gift sent. It's on its way to you in the mail. I don't know when it'll get there. Uh, you're going to love it. I actually think it'll bring the biggest smile to your face. Okay. You liked my birthday text? I did. That was quite... My favorite part was the shout out to AI. Did I shout out AI? No, she did. Christy. Ooh. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of the first message that you sent me. Oh, where, okay. Where you were like, this is the best birthday gift yeah. I could possibly give you. Yeah, yeah. Old uh, Hope. Yeah. No, Christy. Yeah. Same um, Good old Christy. Yeah. About God and AI. Yeah, and about like how the, the, the final mark of the beast. Come, yeah. It's it was like coming. AI, the mark of the beast. One world digital currency. Something, something, something. Bitcoin. Bitcoin, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Throw it in there. Fucking Ethereum. Yeah, no, fucking Dogecoin. <laughs> you know the Doge dog just died. <laughs> Can we get a fact check on that? Yeah. Is that true? I'm pretty sure. The Shibu Ema. 
Is that what it is? Is that the kind of dog? <laughs> yes. Doge. I, they're beautiful dogs. I would love one. They look so fluffy. They do. They look very sweet too, but in fact, I believe they're actually quite vicious. Oh, wait. No, that's when it was posted. August 19th, 2023. Yeah. Huh? Just died. Yeah. And then what? Jimmy Buffett, I think? Yeah. Margarita Two days ago. Yeah. End of an era. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett and Dogecoin? <laughs> yep. But no, my birthday, my sweet birthday text, my nice one. Yeah. So no. I respected you. Yeah. Mm. I str- struggling to remember back that far because that was right before two weekends of uh, really hard yeah. work, but also a lot of partying. So, which we'll get to that point in a second. But yes, thank you for that message. Yeah, I very much appreciate it. And you need to be in your home, no work next Saturday. I'm telling you right now. Hopefully. <laughs> you I have to so. be. I hope so. Um, if you have work, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I can get that DoorDash shit secured this week. Fair enough. Dude, DoorDash uh, is d- nice. D- dick around with that on the side a little bit, but... I did 50 deliveries in three days. Uh, I uh, Hopefully it'll be like that there. That was, awesome. that was kind of grinding it. I mean, yeah, I'm going to grind. The faster I grind this, the sooner I can pay off my credit cards. I will say the first month you do it is going to be the most money you make because... You start at a hundred percent completion rate or something, and then they give you a lot of good orders, and you have free dasher, top dasher, so you can dash whenever you want. Like you can just leave and just hit dash now, and it just you start. Huh. Just try to take orders a dollar per mile at least while you start, and then keep your score. You want to get two hundred in your first month deliveries above a four point two rating. Mm. and 80% acceptance or higher. That's what you want to stay at because then you get top dasher privileges for the next month. And it could depend in Charlotte because it might be better to actually not have that and just schedule yourself and take minimal orders, but you take big priced orders. But in a place like this where there's like the orders are already kind of rare, you have to have that dash whenever Mm. and top priority for good ones. Why? Because you don't don't know when it's going to be coming in. It's just... There's not enough orders around here that you'll get a good order if you don't have top dasher. Mm. Like the difference here is if I don't have top dasher, I'll get like two, three deliveries in an hour, no doubles. And then I've had like nine in an hour with top dasher because it'll give me like two triples and a double and a single. Mm. And they're all close and they're all pretty nice. Mm. It's just around here, you make a lot more money. If you have top dasher. Oh, yeah. 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 Hopefully it's the same way there. But no, this uh, this past weekend, I got to work on the food truck again. Yeah. First time all year, I think. Unless I did some in January, which I might have. I definitely haven't done anything since February. So that was nice to get back to that. And it was literally conveniently right after. Well, for one, I started cooking at home more again. And then on top of it, I watched that TV show, The Bear which really reminded me of working on the truck. And then like a few days after that, they we had this event that was coming up. And so I worked there. Huh. And so yeah, this past weekend was super busy. Like, Oh yeah. So, it's nice being busy, huh? Oh yeah. I like being busy. No, it's not. Yeah, it's nice like working at a really high speed and cranking out a lot of output uh, efficiently and quickly. Time goes by so much faster. Yeah, and no, I just enjoy it. I like higher pressure, higher stress situations. I need my job at the convention center to be more like that. Yeah. Like when it's big events, it's awesome. But if it's really slow, it sucks. I feel you. Yeah. I, I have those kind of weeks at school. It's like some weeks I'm crammed. Yeah. 
And I can, those are better. I can see them coming up. I haven't had a bad one yet. Yeah. But I've had like a couple days where I'm like, oh, I got to get a bunch of fucking shit done. Yeah. And those are nice because it's easier to plan a lot of work than a little work. Yeah. Because when you have a little work, you want to enjoy your free time to an extent. Like if you have a little bit of work, I feel like it's hard to find when to do it. Yeah. But if I have a lot of work, it's easy because I'm just like, oh, I just got to do a bunch of shit. And I schedule like 10, 20 minutes of free time in between per like hour yeah. of work or something. I like it though. I like it. What, like when you're off? Or just like, let's say I have, an, I have an assignment and it takes two hours to do. Yeah. I'll work an hour and then I'll take 10 minutes, 15 minutes, watch something, relax yeah. for a minute, yeah. get some water, go outside, do something. And then I'll come back and do the other hour. Yeah. And it just makes it go by so much easier. Yeah. No, I do that a lot when I'm doing long projects and stuff as well. But if it's like 15 minutes, like there's no yeah. point in which I want to go do something that's only going to take 15 minutes. Yeah, no. So I end up always putting it off to the last minute. Uh, I prefer work that's like... And then it ends up having to take two hours. Yeah, that's how it goes. Sometimes. That's, yeah. Sometimes. I'm pretty good uh, at cranking out work when it needs to get out. Yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> I'm trying to do better though. I'm trying to, like, like I told you, I'm a week ahead right now. I try to do stuff as in advance as I can. Yeah, and no, that's a smart idea for sure. Like, I today... I finished three quarters of my chem homework due Sunday, Saturday and three quarters of the reading due Saturday and three quarters of my lab that was going to be due tomorrow, but is actually, well, we were going to do it in class tomorrow, but now it's next week and I have an outline for a paper that's due. The draft is due Friday. Sounds like so much fun. It's some of them are fun. I, I love chemistry. So learning about chemistry is fun, even if it's very basic stuff right now. I wish I had more alcohol. Was that all you had? Yeah. One beer. How will you make it with that, without that, another one of those giant fucking beers? It's only 24, right? Yeah, two whole yeah. beers. It's two beers, dude. You know me. I need at least four <laughs> to function. Yeah. I, I can't wait for the day that you are drinking like two shots of whiskey. No, like <laughs> two shots of whiskey. And my or, delicious or espresso. Like, or like a whole beer. As soon as you wake up. Two shots of whiskey is way more alcohol than a whole beer. I know. I know. I just, okay. I'm just looking forward to when you, uh, when you start your day by getting a reset in with like some more alcohol. That won't happen. But I'm, I mean, I'm too self-aware. It might be that you put it in your espresso. Yeah, you're right. That could be, that probably coffee. be the way you're going. I do make a delicious latte now. Yeah, it's delicious. It was very good. It needs to be better. I think I, I need to work a little with the beans. A lot mm. of my beans are old though. Yeah, different ones this time too, right? I've got so many. You, I mean, fuck it. Yeah, you really need to stick like with six one bags. bean and dial that bean in. That's what I try to do. The only reason I'm dialing in two different beans right now is because one's decaf and I want to dial in the decaf. Ridiculous. For my oh, you're just trying to do it for testing purposes. Well, also I have horrible anxiety. So drink more coffee. <laughs> no, that makes it Balance worse. Balance it out with alcohol. It's a balancing act, buddy. You know, this test, this beer test has gone great. I'm going to start drinking every night again. Uh, you know what's coming up next month? Sober October. Let's see if I can actually do it this month. Yeah, there's no way I'm going. Well, who knows? Probably not. I don't know. My vape's running out. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Addiction. You know a great show? What? Intervention. Never seen that. You've never seen Intervention? Nope. I love it. Never even heard of it. I think you'd hate it. I probably would. Why? So it's, it's, it's this camera group 
it's this show, right? And they go up to an attic and they're like, we're filming a documentary about addicts. Do you want to be in it? And they're like, yeah, because I'm an addict and you're going to give me money. So they like, that's what the, the person thinks is happening, but it's actually an intervention by the parents and the family and stuff. And you like see these people fucking like injecting he- real heroin. And then you see people like smoking real crack cocaine and like real alcoholics. And then you'll see people like invite a guy over to get some money from him. And like you see the guy come in and his face is blurred. And then like the camera's cut. It's not real. Yes, it is. It's staged. It's not. Everything like that is staged. Dude, always watch it. What's it called? Intervention. Intervention. It's on Netflix. It has like 22 seasons. Oh my God. Yes. So and it's saved. just addict after How can addict it be just that addict. many? Are you kidding? I could find that many in Roanoke. That's a small city. Huh. You see like real alcoholics. It's great. I wish I could do that to you. Put me on an intervention. Yeah. I, I was actually thinking about a joke that's like, imagine being severely addicted and like always expecting an intervention, but you never get it because no one loves you enough. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good one. Like every time you you get invited to go somewhere with your friends, you're like, today's the day. I'm going to get an intervention. And you're like, oh, you really did want to go kayaking. <laughs> you should start workshopping jokes. I should. There's a comedy club. Are you in it? No. I don't know when all the club shit happens. Ridiculous. Mm. I do need it's to go to- a comedian trying to learn chemistry. This is all part of a bit, isn't it? <laughs> You're like free. You're bit, like man. free college. Fuck. Yeah. Might as well make a, a story. You're you you went to school to generate stories for uh for comedy. Yeah, you're secretly writing a whole special right now. I do need to do one of those like open mics or something a, a couple times just yeah, to get stop comfortable. Stop being such a fucking, fucking pussy. bitch. Yeah. yeah, just do it. Like Nike, you know, just do it. Be a top G. You know what? That's a great ending place. <laughs> Be a top G, people. Uh, I, w- oh. I wish I could remember words from that song, but I can't. Top G, da, 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 uh, A B C D E Top G. Yeah, set me free. It's a world society. society. This was planted on, on me. me. What color is your Bugatti? <laughs> What's the man? There's a one you memorized for a minute that was hilarious. Big fat dong. It's from that song. Yeah, something about a big fat dong. Top G, set me free. We're a fail society. This was planted on me. What's colors? Your Bugatti. Top G. We'll have to listen oh, yeah. to it after. Oh, oh. Top crew, alpha dog. I can see through the fog. Though the matrix is strong, it's no match for my dong. We will see you next week. <laughs> Later. That was great. Oh. Uh.